0: Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-356-7308. That's 1-800-356-7308. Again,
1: 1-800-356-7308. Good evening. Good morning. Good day. Welcome aboard to Calling All Sports, part of Sports Overnight America. I'm Marty Terrell here on Sports By Line Broadcast. We're talking the world of sports and a whole lot more with our producer Dominic Jimenez as we will take you right up until the top of the next hour and roll through the night with scores, interviews, and highlights on a, you know, not a horribly entertaining Tuesday into a Wednesday as it's the calm before the storm and TWA women's on Friday and Sunday, men on uh, Saturday and Monday. It- it is a great time of year, and then the Masters looms next week. This time next week, we'll be talking about Masters practice rounds and the par three on Wednesday. So that's where we get started today as we get it going here. And again, here on sportsbyline.com. Sirius 217, XM203, Digital 967 is how we line it up. We are presented by Mugsies. They are a pizza house and an Irish sports pub in Pleasant Hill, Iowa. They're gearing up for the Iowa women you know, we started the show yesterday with Caitlin Clark in Iowa. I didn't take heat from it as much as people think, uh, you know, they got no chance. South Carolina, this is the Gamecock Invitational. We suggested that back on Selection Sunday. That could very well be the case. Look, uh, South Carolina, uh, they have to – look, for Iowa to win and get to the championship game on Sunday down in Dallas, American Airlines Arena, home to the Mavs, they got to play – a perfect game. Caitlin Clark probably has to go for 35, 10 rebounds, 10, 12 assists. Very similar to her performance the other night against Louisville. And Elijah Boston probably has to have foul trouble and uh, Beal and a couple of the uh, – Brea, rather, a couple of other of these players. You know, get, get up on the wrong side of the bed uh, down in Dallas. I mean, yeah, listen, make no bones about it. You know, ditto over on the other side in the men's. You know, UConn probably going to cut down the nets a week from Monday, this past Monday, yesterday. You know, but look, if they get up on the wrong side of the bed and Danny Hurley pushes the wrong buttons, there's foul trouble, Hawkins has a bad game, listen, anything can happen. So that's where we get started today, a Tuesday into a Wednesday. You know, Lamar Jackson wants traded, uh, you know, uh, Bill uh, Belichick saying all these rumors about him to the Patriots with the rapper talking to Robert Kraft is just fodder for, you know, late winter, early spring. It is springtime. So, you know, we'll see about Lamar. So we'll get into that. Dom's download, too. He's got a special Dom's download tomorrow, too. Brock Hines as well. Keep it right here on Sports by Live.
3: pricing information 800-915-9654 800-915-9654 800-915-9654 that's
1: 800-915-9654 utility partners randy burn at vanguard uh, does an outstanding job with their seven state midwestern footprint. Uh, Vanguard utility partners. They you know, look they go in there, do the advanced work before excavator excavators start, you know, drilling and uh, dig in and potentially upsetting the apple cart with existing infrastructure and in municipalities and communities. Well, guess what? Uh, Vanguard gets in there, gets everything flagged, get those little flags in the ground so that uh, the excavators don't make big mistakes. It could be very costly. So there you go. Vanguard Utility Partners talking the world of sports and a whole lot more as we uh, gather ourselves and uh, Brock Hines coming up. Looking forward to that. He'll have some Puck talk, uh, NCAA Frozen Four. You know, I don't know. I, I, I'm torn today. Uh, you know, Lamar Jackson. Do I do I start there? I mean, you can get all that on the, all the major networks. Um, you know, Caitlin Clark in Iowa. How big of an upset would that be if if Lisa Bluter's Iowa Lady Hawkeyes knock off South Carolina in Dallas on Friday? How big would that be? How big of a story? You know, am I going over? Am I way over the? top on caitlin clark am i am i missing something is uh boston or Leah boston just a better player who you know we're just kind of gravitating toward clark because of the you know the 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 nba stars that have kind of friended her on social media i mean this is a marketing machine in overdrive right now, Caitlin Clark. I don't know. I was told. I don't know. You know. You hear so much. She's five to six million and running. H and R Block, hy V, which is a grocery store chain primarily in Iowa, Missouri, Minnesota. I think they're over in Nebraska. You know, not huge, but Mahomes and Kelsey are hy V endorsers, and now Caitlin Clark is. H and R Block, um, Nike. I mean, she's a she's a marketing maven. I mean, she she's she's on fire right now. Does it all come to a screeching halt on Friday? I don't know. I I listen. Uh, we said it yesterday. I'll say it again. I'm into it. I I got to be honest with you. I am more excited about. Iowa, South Carolina on the women's side than I am with Florida, Atlantic, and San Diego State, Miami, and UConn. I mean, that is a quirky kind of a dysfunctional, you know, throw it against the wall, see if it sticks Final Four. Come on, let's not try to, you know, make grandiosity out of this Final Four on the men's side. It's anything but. It's as quirky as the day is long. Does that mean it's a bad Final Four? We don't know. Hell no, we, this might be one of the most scintillating Final Fours that unfolds down in Houston Saturday and Monday than we've ever seen. Who knows? You just don't know. But, I mean, at Florida Atlantic, they got 30,000 alums or 30,000 30, students. I looked at their alumni, notable alums. I, I mean, I don't know anybody. The Owls, Florida Atlantic, I mean, Boca Raton. I mean, how many How many people are going to be in their traveling party? Half 100? 50 to 100? I mean... It's just weird. I mean, let's be honest. You know, and I'm not picking on San Diego State, but the only thing I know about San Diego State is Marshall Falk a million years ago. I mean, San Diego State, come on. Nobody cares. I mean, people in San Diego don't care about San Diego State. We're supposed to care in Des Moines, Iowa, Dallas, Texas, and, you know, Tupelo, Mississippi? I don't think so. San Diego State, Florida, Atlantic, I mean, that that looks like a, uh, you know, that's a water polo match that nobody gives it a crap about. I mean, they're in the final four. Come on! You know, on the other side, it's like the tale of two cities. You got San Diego State and Florida Atlantic, and nobody cares. And then you got Miami and UConn, and that's an old Big East throwback game with Larinaga, who's a Providence guy through and through, an East Coast guy with his lovely wife Lizzie, who all the players love. And then you got Danny Hurley. He was at Rhode Island. You know his father. St. Anthony's in New Jersey, Bobby Hurley, Duke, Danny Hurley, the you know the whole Hurley thing. Well, I'd rather I'd rather talk about Elizabeth Hurley than Danny Hurley, to be honest with you. I mean, geez. So I mean, that's where we're at on the men's side. You just can't get all wound up about this Final Four. I'm not going to try to put lipstick on it. it. It's it's a pig. I mean, it is. Doesn't mean I'm not going to watch it. Doesn't mean you're not going to watch it. But I got to tell you something right now. I cannot wait to hear what Heinze has to say about this. Brock Heinz is very good. I think this Final Four is going to get horrible numbers. I, I mean, Saturday is a tough sell to begin with. Monday's a tough sell if you get a you know if you get if you get Florida Atlantic, UConn, or Florida Atlantic, Miami. Can you imagine Miami and Florida Atlantic? The country would just. I mean, I'm watching reruns of Dateline. I'm watching 48 Hours from 20 years ago before I'm getting excited about that game. So I mean that's that's uh, that's just the way we are. That's the way we are in this country. You know, if Duke's in there, North Carolina's in there, if Kansas is in there, even Baylor, and you know, then the, that's the bottom line. We we like we like bigness. You know, Super Bowls are the same way. NBA Finals are the same way. You know, if the Minnesota Timberwolves get to the NBA Finals, you can tell me about Carl Anthony Towns until the cows come home. Nobody in Los Angeles cares. Nobody on the East Coast cares. Nobody in the, even, you know, other than Minneapolis in a very small footprint care. That's just the way sports works. It's local. It's like politics. I'm dying to see these numbers. I can't wait. I I really am. You know, on the women's side, it's big because it's newness. You've got a, a team, South Carolina, which is a dynasty. You've got a Boston who's marketable. You've got Caitlin Clark who is marketable personified with a Midwestern, you know, kind of a homespun story. Then you got Va Tech and LSU, and you got Kim Mul- or Mulkey, whatever her name is, wearing goofy outfits. <laughs> I mean, you just – I, I got to tell you guys, uh, and uh, women, women and friends, women, children, and friends. I think the women's final four is a bigger deal than the men's. I, I know I'm in a decided minority. People think I've taken leave of my census. I really believe that. I think this women's final four is a bigger draw than the men's. I, I, I just do. Uh, I mean, maybe I'm cuckoo. And look, at South Carolina could beat Iowa by 30. Maryland did. Iowa is a very, very schizophrenic team. Caitlin Clark is the story. But we all know she's human. She's flesh and blood, and seventy percent water. You know as well as I do. She goes stone cold if she doesn't start hitting threes. If they if they put clamp down defense on her, the Gamecocks could run away and hide. And we're staring down the barrel of a blowout Friday night in Dallas, Texas. Make no mistake. Is it probable? I don't know. I think you know. I think South Carolina is probably ten to twelve points better than Iowa. But if Iowa plays a perfect game. Boston gets in some foul trouble, you know, and you get some quirkiness and the officiating and all sorts of things that we just don't know how it's going to unfold. So I'll be honest with you. That's where I sit right now. Now, look, the numbers, because it's men's basketball, women's basketball, don't throw the Nielsen argument at me. If the men come back with a eight or a nine or a 10 share and the women come in with a five or six, that's a victory for the women, not the men. They've got a decided advantage, years and years of history. The women's acumen is slow in maturation, but it's coming around. We've seen it. WNBA is getting traction. These Final Fours are getting traction. The coaches are getting traction. The star players now are getting nil, name, image, and likeness. They're getting remunerated, and they're getting remunerated like the the upper crust of the men. Caitlin Clark is getting real dollars, real uh, endorsement dollars. All right, so that's where we get started. We get it going here on a Tuesday into a Wednesday. Brock Hines, a lot to get to, Dom's download, and uh, away we go here. And we are presented by Vanguard Utility Partners, by Destination Grill, with an e.com, and by Muggsy's Pizza House, an Irish sports pub in Pleasant Hill, Iowa. They do a phenomenal job. They'll have all the games for you, whether it's women or men's. NBA, NHL, all the college stuff, and the Masters coming up next week at Muggsy's Pizza House, an Irish sports pub just two and a half miles northeast of the Iowa State Fairgrounds in Pleasant Hill, Iowa. We come back here on Sports Byline Broadcast, Sirius 217-XM-203-Digital-967. I'm Marty Terrell. We come back here on Sports Byline. Brock Hines up next.
0: Right now.
3: Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800 965 1295. 965 1295. 965 1295. That's 800 965 1295. The sports here, Destination Grill. They're killing
1: it out in Crimes, Iowa. They are doing so well. Mark Hanrahan, Kurt Mum, uh, John and Granio, Destination Grill with an E.com. Check them out. They sponsored this portion of the show in our conversation with Brock Hines, who I have a lot of respect for. TV radio, more TV though. Brock, how are you, pal? What's going on?
4: Hey, Marty. I'm having a great afternoon. I hope you are too.
1: Yeah, me too, buddy. I, I got to ask you, and you got to be honest with me. San Diego State, Florida Atlantic, Yukon, Miami, men's side. women across I, the way in Dallas. you have Iowa, South Carolina with a dynasty and an unbeaten reign on the line. Vatech and LSU. Brock, what is what is the country going to pay attention to? And be honest with me. don't you know do whatever you have to say, I, I respect your view. What do you think?
4: By default, there's going to be a little more interest in the men, obviously, but there'll be probably, I don't want to say record ratings, but record ratings compared to the men in the final four for the woman in Dallas, the home of the Dallas Stars at American Airlines Arena and also the Mavericks. I'm just <laughs> correcting
3: you on that. You had to get the I you listen to every word you say. say. <laughs> I,
4: I, I sit there and sticks, but in all seriousness, uh, you know, remember when you had me on a few weeks ago and you and I were just getting ready um, you were at, um, at Wells Fargo, and we were talking about what's this whole tournament going to be about. Is it going to be all these upsets? And look what happened. We got our quest- question Crazy. answered very quickly. We've got, a, what, two fives, a nine? And as you said, I would agree with you, two, not because there are four, but UConn is one of the ones. I actually got a Final Four team right in the a bracket I filled out. Um, I had San Diego State going to the Elite Eight, but I don't know much more about co- college basketball than that. Nobody predicted this, Marty. And that's the thing, too. Crazy. People have interest in this, that they have brackets. And nobody's bracket's intact. If anybody tells you that to their fa- your face, they're lying to you. Uh, yeah, I having agree. Having said I that agree. is it fascinating yes, but that's about it.
3: Yeah,
1: I, I, I agree with, on, on all told. I think you're right. The men, just because it's a historical and habitual uh you know, kind of like the homing pigeon knows when to go home. We, we go to the men's on Saturday, Monday. We go to the women's not so much on, you know, on on, on Friday, Sunday. But they're, they're gaining tremendous traction. There's no doubt about it. All right. Let's get to the puck, Brock. We'll get to the college in a moment. Brock, I'm nervous. I am nervous. I'm more nervous about the Bruins against Vancouver when they won the Cup, when they blew it against the Blackhawks with all those goals in a matter of seconds. I got a real bad feeling about this team, and it's because of who they played over the weekend. Tampa on Saturday. Carolina on Sunday adorned in the Hartford Whalers. I'm nervous about the Rangers, the Devils. Heck, the Penguins in the first round. The Bruins have a monster target on their back. I'm nervous. Talk me off the ledge or agree with me. Go ahead.
4: I'm nervous, too. I'm a Boston fan like you are. So, I mean, of course I'm nervous to an extent, but... There's just... I try to find weaknesses, Marty. I went down and watched the game Thursday. I had great seats. I was able to really watch them get off media Row up there and get down there. And um, the, the penalty kill, the power play has its moments that make me nervous. But they roll four lines. They're so deep. They keep a few players home on Sunday against Carolina. Don't make the trip no. to Raleigh. They still win. Uh, this team just finds the ways to win, Marty. They got Deep goaltending, two good goalies. Uh, I don't know. If somebody beats them, God bless them. Hey, the team that flies under the radar, Marty, you just rolled off a bunch of teams. If it weren't for the Bruins, I mean, the Carolina Hurricanes are forgotten. I, I know you're going to tell me it's the Raleigh I, market, but NHL fans would no. say, "My God, look at
1: Carolina. It's a record, a
4: record season know. for them. I, They're
1: buried. I Yes. No, you're 1,000% you're correct, and I thought of that when they played the other night. Here's my problem, Brock. In basketball, when you get to postseason, you got to shorten up your rotation. you got to go with the hot goalie. I mean, do they are they potentially going to make some tactical errors here? Do they shorten up their rotation, or they go just, you know, same old, same old, four lines, and away we go? Do you do anything different in the postseason, or is it no. series to series? I mean, again, help me. Educate me. No. You're not
4: going to. I mean, you're gonna you're, you're gonna ride Mark as far as he'll take you. He's the number one guy in goal. Um, again, four four lines. I you, you know, and Pasternak is not like Ovechkin. Ovechkin is a guy that you could key on, shut down, and uh, credit the Caps even winning a cup with him because uh, really it's a one man offensive show. I think the Bruins' right. offense is more balanced. Uh, I remember our discussion. You laughed when you put me on the spot. Who would you know at this point, And I love. Trust me, if his dad was ever listening, I love Cal McCarr, the McCarr family I know very well. But I said Pasternak was the top guy that you got to worry about, and you laughed. And, uh, I know, I right did. Now. I mean, 52 is going to be get 55-plus goals this season, Marty. I
1: know, that, I, know I know. Great job out of him. Yep, I agree. All right, yeah. Brock, let's go to the collegiate ranks. Amelie Arena, Tampa Bay. I mean, you got Big Ten, and you got hockey. Uh, you got Quinnipiac. You've got BU, which a storied uh, college hockey history. Remnants of the Bean Cup when we're growing up. Jack Parker, Eruzione. I mean, Boston University, the Terriers, and then you've got Michigan and Minnesota. What do we got in store in this Final Four? And of course, it's kind of piqued my interest over the years when our neighboring university, from where, from whence we came. The old Mass Aggie, University of Mass, won the national title with you at the microphone in 2021. How do you see this Final Four? Frozen Four, rather.
4: Denver gets bounced right off the bat, and that was interesting, because I had them going all the way the previous year. I'm not just saying it, because I want on blue moon. I get something right this year. Um, Jay Pandolfo has done a tremendous job at the helm of Boston University. They finally found somebody uh, that can do the job, Dave Quinn former avalanche assistant was in there, mm-hmm. of course, New York Ranger yep. head coach. Loved Dave Quinn, uh, just didn't really mesh down there. Albie O'Connell last season and the season before. The key to the BU, Marty, is you've got to get the reins on them. BU traditionally always has the most National Hockey League draft picks. And during the playoff time, they have their, can't call them agents, advisors whispering in their ear. You know, it's like Christmas for them. Forget the NCAA Frozen Four. Think about it. You're drafted by Tampa. They want you for the playoffs this year.
3: Right. Jay Pandolfo right. has gotten
4: rid of all those distractions, and he has focused this team. I think they beat Minnesota, and they play Michigan in the final game, which I think will be an absolute barn burner. Uh, Rand Pecknold does a great job at Quinnipiac. Um, he does more with less down there, I think, sometimes than anybody but I think it's BU and Michigan to uh, go to the uh, the final game down at Amelie Arena. And I think uh, I, I think it will be very entertaining for any uh, hockey fans and non-hockey fans alike.
1: Yeah, and like Quinnipiac, I'm going to hold you over with your blessing because we have a, a little treat because um, I haven't got to uh, – I'll just put D and a number, D and a three next to it. I want to hold you over. Brock, when I think of Quinnipiac, I think of – I mean, Turk Wendell went there. He pitched with the Cubs. He chewed black licorice. He was kind of – I can't – Hamden, Connecticut. I mean, when I think of that area, I think of Yale, Quinnipiac. What's going on with them?
4: Graham Pecknold, Marty, coached in the old MAC conference before they became a member of the ECAC. Hockey mm-hmm. tried to get Quinnipiac to make it a round even number of 10 at one point. Now they have 11 teams. Tried to get them as 12. Quinnipiac said no. Um, they're in a great spot down there. Ram Pecknold has done a tremendous job. Longtime coach down there. Uh, this is not their first time in this da- this position. They've always had tremendous goaltending. Uh, I think they'll give Michigan everything that they can handle. Uh, I just think Michigan probably has the edge. And uh, like I said, BU the edge. But Quinnipiac, tremendous facility down there, Marty. I'll tell you. For both the hockey and the basketball, the TD Bank uh, Arena down there, just north of New Haven, Connecticut. You go up top there, Quinnipiac. You can see down the Long Island Sound. It's a beautiful campus, wow. great school. And uh, hey, I hope they win. I'm rooting for Eastern hockey. I'm shocked. There's two Eastern teams. Honestly, all the power is in the West, but it got knocked out. So um, you know, it, it, both games should be good. And if it was Minnesota, Quinnipiac, I wouldn't be shocked. I'm not hedging it. I'm just telling you, these are four pretty evenly matched teams, and what you didn't mention, Marty, is in the first round or two of this whole uh, tournament, it's been the biggest mismatch of teams, and I can't tell you, as much as the basketball has been about higher seeds going farther, the college Uh hockey has been about blowouts in the first round, and I can't. I can't well I can I can explain it to you. I don't know how much time we go have ahead. before the break. No, go ahead. Real quick I'll tell you, I think the transfer portal has got something to do with both college hockey and basketball, and it's changing what we're seeing, and you're seeing it in the tournament right now.
1: That's crazy. All right, I'm gonna hold you over. I gotta do a plug, I gotta do a commercial, I gotta tease. I mean, finger Lakes, Geneva, New York. I mean, what are we talking about here? It's the middle of nowhere. Well, you know, Brock's gonna have some fun with that. And then I, I gotta get his opinion on the Red Sox. I just do. I mean, baseball's coming up here in forty eight hours, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna, you know, hide my allegiance to the Carmine Hose. I love the Red Sox. I think they're gonna finish at the bottom again. Um, you know, I read Peter Abraham and I read the folks in the globe and Chris Sale is a China doll, and Chime Bloom should have been fired he should have been hired but we'll get into that. But I want to tell you about Destination Grill because, you know, we say it's time to score at DG. Well, they're hosting groups. And if you're within the sound of my voice, I don't care if you're in Chicago, Minnesota, or my buddy in Cincinnati who texts me during the show. uh, A lot of people come here because there's, you know, obviously the um, agricultural community. There's the insurance company. We're a lot like Providence and Hartford here in the Midwest, in Iowa, in particular, Des Moines. Uh, Destination Grill is hosting up to 500 people. They hosted Texas A&M just uh, last week, and it was a phenomenal event. It really was. Destination com. Mark Hanrahan, Kurt Mum, John-Ann Granillo, and Eduardo Granillo, who's the bar manager, and they just do a phenomenal job hosting groups. Go to com. I'm Marty Terrell, Brock Hines, nice, very nice of him. To hang on, and we'll spill over into – the Finger Lakes and what's going on there. It'll be interesting. We come back here on Sports Byline Broadcast. Sirius 217, XM203, Digital 967. After all the play-by-play tonight, we'll be there with Sports Overnight America. Coming right back.
2: Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com to learn more.
3: that's 800-278-1738.
0: This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the Eight Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier: Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. All
1: right, we got a little bonus segment with Brock Hines, and it's always good to get him every couple weeks, and he just gives us so much. We appreciate it. So we'll... uh... Well, Dom's got a special download tomorrow. With uh, I won't even blow it. He's got a special guest tomorrow. So we'll keep Brock here for a few more minutes, and then uh, we'll finish up strong, and we'll uh, move Dom to tomorrow. He's got a special guest, and I appreciate that. All right, Brock. Um, well, where do you want to go with this? You tease me with this. American well, Hockey League, Division Three. I mean, come me, on now. Let me start, Marty. This is your show,
4: but now you're the guest for a moment here. So okay. I'm talking to somebody who's asking about you um and him oh and i boy. were talking and it's somebody that you worked with back here in massachusetts and you also had an affiliation with when you were working in the arena football league <laughs> talking about okay. ted baker long time voice yeah. long time voice of the hobart statesman he finally gets a national championship him and i worked together in the 1990s at the university of massachusetts and he listened like you listened to me faithfully through that 2021 championship oh, season. did I ever. And he was so, I nice and so gracious like you were. And um, I, I was able to um, Chromecast and watch the NCA feed on my TV. And I got to watch Hobart, and I paired it up with his audio. And he was almost in tears. It was great to hear him call after so many wow. years. As the voice. And he hey, listen,
1: we you. brought we... – we brought him to Des Moines. He programmed the first ever full-time sports radio station here in Des Moines, Ted Baker. He was at the UMass Sports Network, WHMP in Northampton, Mass. He and his wife, Dodie, I don't know his personal life situation, but we, we contracted him. We did a, a arena football series mm-hmm. uh, at the Gund, uh, or the Q, Quicken Loans, or wherever it was at the time, in Cleveland. Uh, this is this is a wonderful person, number one, and a wonderful broadcaster. That warms my heart. Hobart and Smith and Geneva. I looked it up. WGVA, and I had a hunch this is where you were going. I, I mean, Brock, that's phenomenal news. I'm so happy for him. What a story, huh? I am too, and
4: I just mentioned it because I, a I knew you'd be happy, and b
1: you've yes. known him
4: for a long time, and he's he's a good good play-by-play guy. He
1: can. Do, uh, he's he... one of the
4: few mighty that can do all four major sports and do them well.
1: You know, it's guys like him. You know, it's funny. I got to get his number, Brock, because uh, next Friday, a week from this Friday, I'm doing a thing about high school play-by-play broadcasters. I'm going to bring a guy on from New England, Fred Barassa, who I used to work with. I'm telling you, Brock, people like Ted Baker, they're gems. He was in Cleburne, Texas. He was in Des Moines. He was in Northampton. I will tell you right now about Ted Baker. If I wanted someone to do play-by-play of two flies landing on a wall in a in a sports bar bathroom, I would hire Ted Baker over Al Michaels and Bob Costas. He'd do a better job. He can yeah. do it all, Brock. He is that good. He is. That flexible. I know you're short on time.
4: Ted was great. Now, the other one who was asking about you, I got to go down to the Mass Mutual Center, the former Springfield Civic Center. And yeah. Marty, after doing so many years of college hockey, I never got a chance to watch the American Hockey League as much. And that league has changed. And again, I know you know about the AHL, uh, of course, with the AHL affiliate there in Iowa. Uh, That league has changed. It used to be punch your way up to the NHL. It is high skill level. And a guy that you and I, when you and I worked together as a play by play and color tandem, Todd McDonald. Is working there, and he was talking about oh, you, and wow. you and I have some memories with Todd McDonald because yes, the first time you and he, was I worked a together. he was in goal for Greenfield High School. You and I yes. were broadcasting atop a men's room in the Collins Moreland <laughs> we Arena. He's the vice president for sales and strategy of the Springfield Thunderbirds, the St. Louis That's Blues great. affiliate, and he does a great job.
1: Well, he's got a great dad and a great mom, and Todd McDonald. And if you see him uh, now, I'm going to hunt him down via email. Wonderful, wonderful. And you're right; he was in goal, and Brock and I were in the Collins Moylan Arena, right near Shattuck Park, on the campus of Greenfield High School, next to Veterans Memorial Stadium, on top of the bathroom. And when someone would flush. I could hear it. That's all <laughs> I will tell you. I can hear it.
4: I hope you hey, don't mind going down memory lane because I know two of these people are both nah, I even love it. extremely I love successful with how well Springfield has done a tremendous job in the AHL and Ted winning the national championship. I know that you are close to both of them, and so I just wanted to bring that up to give you some news.
1: Well, someday I'll tell you a Hobart Smith story that's near and dear to my heart. It's just amazing. Uh, you, I'll, I'll blow you away, but you're going to have to wait a while to hear that one. Okay. Uh, Brock, one more real quick. Uh, Red Sox. You know, Thursday, I've been to so many, and I'm not saying it to brag, but been to so many home openers at Fenway, but it's been a long time. Brock, there's something about the Old Town team, the Carmine Hose, back when Gammons and Ryan – we're waxing poetically in the pages, Joe Giuliani in the Herald, Leo Monahan. I mean, I just go back to our youth. We were just junkies. We read papers. We listened to games, Ned Martin, Jim Woods, the possum, and all the – but, you know, there's something missing this this last since 2018 when they beat the Dodgers and won the World Series. Rock, I don't know. They, I have a hollow feeling about the Red Sox. Give me a quick soliloquy on the Red Sox, and I'll let you go.
4: Yeah, I, I know what you're feeling. I felt this way about the Bruins going into the season. I'll just give you this much. I don't disagree with you. They finished close to the bottom, they, they have mm-hmm. to. But I remember the last time I felt this way and they were picked to be last. Who was at the controls? John Farrell in 2013 yep. took a last place Red Sox team and he took did. them all he the did. way to the Cardinals and beat them in six games. And, and I'll tell you, in thirteen, Marty, they were written off. If you remember, they were. Oh, I mean, you're not kidding. Toronto just above them, and so yep. every time that you bury somebody, they come out of the ground like a bad movie. And so, but realistically, with you, if I'm going to have lunch, bet lunch with you. Yeah, they they, they are, they're not going anywhere. They they are just exactly what you said they are. But like I said, I have these visions of 2013. If I have 15 seconds, Marty, I want you to think about no, this. No, take your time. time go
1: ahead. I love this. I love it. Go uh, ahead. Is this?
4: I want, because I want the NCA women's basketball to get the exposure. I want you to think about this and toss it around, and you can, you can go, all right. go all over me. When the okay. Super Bowl ends, I want their season to start in October, and when the Super Bowl ends, you have a dead three weeks in February and the first week of March. I want the women's tournament then because it gets buried with the men's now, and I think they deserve that exposure. And If they can get a little more parity, I will tell you, the ratings on that will be the highest of any women's sport that you know of right now because people will take off back-to-back. Women's tournament in February to early March, men's tournament early March to early April, People will get sick of it. They will
1: love it and eat it up. That's just something I thought about. Brock, I, I agree with you, but there are the Charlie Baker now who runs the NCAA. They have been sold on the idea that there is some spillover from the men to the women and the women to the men, and I disagree wholeheartedly. I could not agree with you more enthusiastically and wholeheartedly. If you put the women in February... To a stage of their own, and we've always been born and raised. Ladies before gentlemen, let the women go first and let the men go. You should be running the NCAA. Brock, I love you like a brother. Great job. Kudos to uh, Todd McDonald in Springfield, Mass. Ted Baker up in Geneva, New York. At, uh, Hobart and Smith, national champions. And they ironically won it in Boston, which is great. Uh, they won it in New England. It's just unbelievable. Thank you, Heinze. Good job. Appreciate you, right. man. Thank you. Back Thanks you. Thanks for having it. me on. You got it. What a great, great contribution. Yeah, so there you go. All right, we uh, talked the world of sports here and a whole lot more. You know, this Final Four, do the women spill over to the men and the men? I don't know. I, I see that. You know, and the one thing I shudder at is the Final Four and the women, I mean, I got to be honest with you, and its it's not something that I'm comfortable with, but a lot of people are betting on the women. They're going to post lines and money lines and parlays and the men and the women, you can cross parlay these bets. I mean, it's just reality and you know, it just is. And so, yeah, I get it. I get it. And no one wants to admit this, but legalized gambling is just moving the needle and it's helping the women. It is. I mean, you, you just have to. Yeah, you know, people put money if they look. You put a you put a bet on a game. You got a vested interest. You pay more attention. So it's just uh, it's so interesting. It is. But I agree, ladies before gentlemen. Put the. I don't know if you could. Well, let's see. We're we're in late now. You'd have to go early March because February they got they given their conference tournament. You know, put them in the first. When the men are doing their conference tournaments, have the women do the Final Four, but then you get the argument that it would overshadow the women's Final Four. I don't know. I don't know the answer. And it's way above my pay grade. And with my pay grade, there's not much that isn't uh, above me. So that that I will tell you. But I love it. I do. I, I'll be honest with you. I am locked and loaded for Friday night, Iowa, South Carolina. And I listen, I'm a homer here in Iowa. I get it. But I think the game is going to warrant, I hope anyways, warrant the attention, warrant the hype. I mean, this uh, Aaliyah Boston is just, uh, you know, a gal from St. Thomas in the Virgin Islands, Worcester Academy. South Carolina, Don Staley, the job she has done, the unselfish style of play. Watch this South Carolina team and you're just in awe. And on their best, listen, I, I remember when I first came to Iowa in the mid-90s, Lisa Bluter was across the street on Forest Avenue coaching at Drake. You know, we had a lot of fun with Lisa Bluter. Then she took the Iowa job, and 23 years later, here she is on the cusp of perhaps vying for a national championship. Wouldn't that be something? Ah, You got to love it. I mean, that's the beauty of sports. You know, it really and truly is. Like politics, all sports are local, and when you get a team in there, you know it's like Dom and I have talked. You know the Bay Area, Stanford. I mean, they spoiled that fan base there. I mean, they spoiled that fan base. They. I remember uh, the Wideman girl from Massachusetts who went out to Stanford. She says, "You don't understand the culture out here. If we don't, if we don't cut down the nets and win the national championship, we have failed. We're failures." I mean, you know, and then you get the academic prowess. You know, the Stanford girls not only are phenomenal on the court, they're phenomenal in the classroom. they got a standard of living and a standard of excellence that is, un, you know, unmatched, Ivy League. <coughs> Excuse me, but the Ivy League teams aren't going to contend, by and large, for national championships and an elite sport like women's basketball. I get that. But it's just so interesting to see how this is going to unfold. You know what? I'll, I'll compartmentalize it. I'll take the women on Thursday – excuse me, Friday, Sunday as a sole entity and, and, you know, the spillover to the men on Saturday because they get that Saturday primetime spot. And, you know, look, normally Saturday night television is a throwaway. It's reruns. It's, it's, but when it's a major sporting event, no pun intended, all bets are off. The men are going to draw a big number. But I'm telling you, the women's Sunday, folks, they're going to catch Sunday. Look it. We have conditioned people through f- football. We will bring eyeballs if it's compelling. You give me, you know, you give me LSU and South Carolina. They're going to do a good number. Votech maybe not so much. Iowa pulls off an upset. And they go against LSU. Okay. They've got a captive audience on Sunday night. They do. And then they hand off to the men and then we exhale and the master starts and baseball gets underway this Thursday. Hey, we're off to, uh, you know, we're off to springtime and summertime with baseball golf and, uh, you know, then, you know, the NFL draft in April and here we go. The cycle begins again. All right. We look forward to it. We'll come back. What's cooking, what's streaming, what you'll be screaming about in the world of sports tonight. Uh, Again, we'll do a lot on baseball. Uh, Wednesday into Thursday, Thursday into Friday. Obviously, we'll pay attention to the college basketball, but we're going to start looking at baseball as well, so we look forward to that. Dom has a special guest in the download tomorrow night. I am looking forward to that, but we'll come back. We'll put a wrap on a, whoo already, a Tuesday into a Wednesday here on Sports Byline Broadcast. Sirius XM, Sirius 217, XM 203, digital after all the play-by-play. We're at 967. Presented by Muggsy's. Ron Burkle, the whole crew, Coach Jim, Ashlyn, get out to Muggsy's, Pizza House, and Irish Sports Pub in Pleasant Hill, Iowa. They're hosting a game watch for the Iowa Hawkeye women. The place will be packed Friday. Get there early here on Sports Byline Broadcast. I'm Marty Terrell. Keep it right here. All right, talking to other Sports, let's get to uh, what's streaming and screaming about tonight. Celtics and Wizards in Washington. Uh, that ball is going up in the air in mere moments. We'll follow it with scores, interviews, and highlights throughout the night. Cavaliers, talks, Heat, Raptors, Magic, Grizzlies, Hornets, Thunder, Pelicans, Warriors tonight at Chase. You know, Dom will have an eye on that. Uh Puck drops tonight. Tampa, Carolina, that's about to get underway. So uh, again, scores, interviews, and highlights. Bruins will be at home. They got Nashville in town. Uh, that's about it. Edmonton and Golden. Uh Ed- Edmonton and the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, keep an eye on that. Winnipeg and the Sharks. NIT hoops couldn't care less. Baseball on Thursday. Dom's got a special guest in his download tomorrow. Uh, women's final four on Friday, Sunday. Men's Saturday, Monday. Holy smokes! Sweeney Todd on Broadway. Life is good. You know, I've got someone that's going to be at Sweeney Todd, and I just, I just need this person to do a review, but uh, this person won't bite. Just won't do it. I love that story. How would you like to go to a barber shop on Fleet Street in London and come out with your throat slit? <laughs> there you go. All right, so uh, away we go. Dom tomorrow with a special edition, and then baseball, I can't wait. Look, uh, I'm going to have time to do, but listen, the the Yankees are going to run away and hide. I mean, I I saw Kiermaier and some other players in Toronto piping down. Yanks will run away, not run away, but the, the Yanks will comfortably win the East, White Sox, uh, I can't wait to see what the Angels are all about. You know the Astros are going to be a beast over in the National League. I don't know. What do you think? Phillies? Dodgers? Padres? It's going to be chalky, I think. Is there a sneaky good team out there somewhere? Uh, perhaps. We'll get into that more. Well, uh, I really, Thursday I'll be all prepped and ready to go with uh, my – fearless forecast of Major League Baseball in 2023. How about that? Dom, I love you. Great job. Brock Hines, stellar as always. Congratulations to Ted Baker up in Geneva, New York at WGVA as he called Hobart winning the national title in D3 hockey. Todd McDonald with the American Hockey League. We had some good treats today. I'm Marty Terrell. Enjoy your evening across the country and around the world and your Wednesday here on Sports Byline. Adios.